quite unusual. Hello, and welcome to the Quite Unusual podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Noelle Krupa, and this is Nicole Lanius as, oh, nope, Bob. <laughs> I was going to go with it, and then I was I thought you were going to say, like, it's actually Kelso now, but. No. Yeah. Well, I am Noelle Krupa, and this is Nicole Kelso, as always, newly minted Kelso. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yes. I'm still getting used to it. it. Hasn't been a year yet. I, you know, I'm not even used to it yet, so it's fine. I'm, I'm both Lanius and Kelso. Ooh, Elso. Elso. Yes, I like yeah. that. I like it too. Um, so there's, there's something that we haven't addressed, and I think that we need to talk about it because it is quite unusual. Yeah. And it is that of the Netflix documentary. Tiger King. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. What? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Um, are you, you're like the only person in America who hasn't seen it. Uh, Joe Exotic didn't see it because I know he's in prison. Well, yeah, I mean, he didn't (laughs) see it, but. Actually, if you're in prison and you have a documentary come out about yourself, do you think they let you watch it? As like a little treat? I don't, I would. I don't know. I think, I don't know. That's a good question. I would, uh, I don't even know how to answer that hmm. because you don't deserve t- to get to be able to watch it, but it is about you. So I feel it's a tough like... one. I don't know. But yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm scared of watching it because I can't handle like the animal abuse stuff and I'm just afraid yeah. that it's like rampant, like tiger beating. It's not. It's, um, it's not like, uh, what's that other documentary? Um, Oh, the Don't cat fuck one. With cats, yeah. I can't. I couldn't watch that one because no. I I heard that there is that in there. Um, so I just yeah. skipped over that one. But this one, they don't show anything. It's more so him just like being with the tigers and the crazy ass shit that he does. Well, have you heard anything about it though? Do you know like yeah. what it's about? Okay, so I know a little bit about it. I know Joe Exotic. Um. But I've heard about it from like other podcasts, like other true crime podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know Joe Exotic owns like a jillion tigers or something. Yeah. And he like weirdly had his whole life like like documented, like people followed him around with cameras for like years <laughs> yes. and years or something. Mm-hmm. And then he got married to two guys and then he became mm-hmm. like a singer and tried to be famous <laughs> and then tried to become a mayor. He did. Yeah. Of Tiger Town. And then kill and then had someone killed he tried okay so he tried to that's why he's in prison actually is because he hired a oh. man to kill you've probably heard the name carol baskin thrown around also <laughs> yes i heard she killed her husband and fed him to tigers um so that was gonna be one of my questions for you because i don't think that she did really everyone else is con- yeah the internet's convinced i don't think she did oh man i guess i have to watch tiger king now you do, because I'm actually, I mean, I don't think any of them, because they profile Joe Exotic, and then they have Carol Baskin, and then they have this other weird guy with a ponytail who has, like, three wives. Um... It's the the whole, like, owning tiger community is super, super messed up. 
Yeah. Um, it's sort of like either you're like the Siegfried and Roy type of tiger owner or you're just like, mm-hmm. I don't, do they live in Florida? Because I'm just going to fucking assume that they live in Florida. Uh, I think the one guy might. Okay. I this just feels very Florida to me right now. Yeah. Well, Joe Exotic's in Oklahoma. What? My husband's aunt and her boyfriend, they have been to Carol Baskin's rescue before. No. Yeah, she met her. What? Austin's aunt met Carol Baskin. I'm Googling where Carol Baskin lives. Please do. Because um, I, I think it's in Indiana, I want to say. I'm not. Florida. Don't quote me on that. But is it in Florida? It says Carol Baskin. Oh, happy almost birthday, Carol. June 6th. Is a big cat rights ask, oh, activist and CEO of Big Cat Rescue in yeah. Tampa. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it was when they were on vacation. Then. I don't know. Just the whole thing feels like Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very Florida. Feels like Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I don't think that she killed her husband because her husband, what, he owned a plane okay. and he would go from, I guess, Florida. Oh, that does make sense that she lives in Florida because he would go from Florida to Cuba, I believe, oh. all the time. Hmm. And right then and there, I was like, this dude's running drugs. Oh, 100%. For sure. And then all of a sudden, it was like he disappeared and he was going to go on a trip to Cuba on his plane, but he apparently, the plane never left. And then he was just gone and nobody found him. Hmm. I was like, if that's, if that's drug, if you're in the whole drug scene, like they can make that happen easily. Right. And like, if he's flying over the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. We've talked. We've talked about it before. That's what ate but... Carol Baskin's husband. It was the triangle. Exactly. It wasn't a tiger. It wasn't a tiger. Well, mm-hmm. now I'm gonna watch it, and I'm. I'll report back. All right. Well, um, segueing out of tigers and Joe Exotic, and into aliens and government cover-ups. That was very smooth. I'm impressed. I I know how. I know. I'm really great at segueing. You know. <laughs> in this podcast if you haven't already realized you're the one that keeps us on track and thank you (laughs) thank you for that i mean there's got to be one so we all know about roswell and there was even that one show on the wb when the wb was a thing in (laughs) the 90s 1999 named roswell um but what do you actually know about roswell um i know not a lot i I don't know a lot is the way that you should say those words in that order. Um, <laughs> I know that there's like some alien stuff, but one mm-hmm. thing I do know is that in that area, um, Roswell's like super close to this state park called Bottomless Lakes State Park. Oh, okay. So I feel like that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. So I guess the area is like full of like gypsum, some mineral of sorts. And oh, I was. Uh- gypsum okay what is gypsum he says just a mineral yeah it's like a mineral people like mine it it's like a chalky okay thing um so it's like under the ground like all over new mexico and Mm -hmm. it sort of like melts like you know how limestone melts yeah so it does that and then it creates these huge sinkholes that go like super deep into the ground Mm. yeah so i think that's sort of neat we used to go to las vegas a lot and we would try to like drive like different routes each time and all you would drive to las vegas yeah oh my god a bitch of a fucking drive do not (laughs) recommend 
But I saw some pretty cool stuff, and I always wanted to go through Roswell, but we never made it. But I was obsessed mm-hmm. with this, like, bottomless lake state park and seeing it. And there's, like, this huge wetland, like, full of these massive sinkholes. That's cool. I just think that that's sort of neat and sort of creepy. Okay. So you know you don't you know that there's aliens and you know that there's bottomless lakes in Roswell. So that's yeah, all you know. That's all I got. Okay. Well, we're gonna start with what we do know Ooh. or what the government has told us happened. Mm. So our story begins in the summer of nineteen forty seven when a rancher discovers some weird debris in his sheep pasture, and his sheep pasture is about 75 miles outside uh, from the town Roswell, New Mexico. Okay, so kind of far. Yeah, but I think it, I think it's just like um, like the closest town was Roswell type of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess um, if you want a sheep yeah. farm, it's probably out there. <laughs> right. So the rancher's name is Mac Brazel, and he found what he described as a mess of metallic sticks held together with tape, chunks of plastic, and foil reflectors. Scraps of heavy and glossy paper-like material. So, sounds like it's just a bunch of, like, metal-like material taped together all weirdly. Right. Like a pile of science. A pile of science. Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) So, he calls the sheriff. The sheriff comes out. He doesn't know what it is either. So, the sheriff calls officials at a nearby Army Air Force base. So, the... Soldiers from the Air Force Base, they come out, they kind of assess the situation, they go all around the pasture, they collect this debris, and they gather it and they take it away in armored trucks. Hmm. Kind of suspicious, right? Very suspicious. So prior to the rancher, Mac, uh, finding this debris, there had been several stories in the news that summer just about people seeing flying saucers. So this is already kind of in everyone's minds in the town. Okay. And then he finds this cluster of science. And this is in, you said, the late 40s. Yeah, so 1947. Okay. So after the RAAF, which is the Roswell Army Airfield, so after they collect this debris, they issue a statement. And the statement's kind of wild. So the part of this statement says... The many rumors regarding the flying disc became a reality yesterday when the intelligence office of the 509th Bomb Group of the 8th Air Force, Roswell Army Airfield, was fortunate enough to gain possession of a disc through the cooperation of one of the local ranchers in the sheriff's office of Chavez County. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, So at this point, they're not trying to cover anything up or lie. They're basically telling the public that they found a flying saucer right this sounds very much like they're they're basically saying thank you local rancher for giving us this flying saucer yeah so super crazy but until that is so this is what they're going for but until the next day when the roswell daily record ran a story basically just acknowledging the fact that the government actually agreed and made a statement that this flying saucer is real and they have one that's pretty wild of the government to like admit something like that right i don't think that's ever happened until well recently (laughs) two days ago (laughs) (laughs) two days yeah right so once this article gets published the u.s army is like whoa 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 whoa. 
what we never said flying saucer what we found was debris from a weather balloon heavy on the scare quotes here yeah so they're like what the fuck we didn't say that weather balloon that's what it was so they went even as far as to release a picture with one of their majors posing with what they claimed were pieces from the weather balloon and just remember that picture because that's going to come back later on in the story okay so it's actually really funny because uh, the article that I was reading, um, they had a clipping from the newspaper about like the headlines that was about what was happening. And the title of the newspaper was Army Discounts. But instead of it spelled the normal way, it's D-I-S-K dash O-U-N-T-S. So it's like a disc, you know, flying disc. Wow. Um, so Army discounts New Mexico find as weather gear. I thought that was pretty clever. That's a pretty sick pun right there. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so for years, many people, they don't believe this government story. You know, people are like, this sounds like a cover up weather balloon. Yeah, right. So in 1994, the U.S. Air Force released a report. And in this report, it admits that the weather balloon story in Roswell was a lie. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. So according to them, the debris found in the rancher's field was not a weather balloon. Instead, it was wreckage from what they said was a spy device created for a classified project, well, a then classified project called Project Mogul. I've heard of this. Oh, have you? Mm. Yeah, I've heard of Project Mogul. Okay, so, well, in 1947, um, this was the beginning of the Cold War, and the U.S. Air Force claims that Project Mogul was created to try to spy on the USSR. So Project Mogul team, they had invented high-tech materials like lightweight but very strong metal, like metallic material. Mm Mm-hmm fireproof fabrics, stuff like that, kind of stuff that just hadn't been normal to or wasn't normal materials to the regular population. Right. Like super high tech, like really new sciencey stuff. Exactly. So the goal of Project Mogul was to create a string of high altitude balloons with microphones attached. And the idea was that these microphone balloons essentially is what they were would float over the USSR and their the goal was for them to detect sound waves in the hopes of them being able to monitor the Soviet government's testing of atomic bombs. Yeah. So, um I've heard of this totally. Have you ever heard of deep sound channels? Mm, I can't say that I have. No. Okay, so they're they're real. They exist. It's like this horizontal layers in the ocean. And mm-hmm. the speed of sound slows down and can be carried for, like, thousands of miles, basically. Uh-huh. So there was this theory with this Project Mogul that there was some sort of, like, deep sound channel situation, but, like, in the upper atmosphere, mm-hmm. which there isn't. That doesn't exist up there. But that oh. was, like, the whole, like, theory of this. It just seems a little suspicious to me that right. they, like declassified this as like 
we're going to just hover these little microphones up in the atmosphere and listen to the Soviets yeah. make bombs. Right. Yeah, it seems like they were they knew nobody else, like everyone wasn't believing the story that they had said in the first place. So they're like, all right, well, we got to give the public something to right. believe now. Right. So like they Besides used... aliens. <laughs> exactly. So like they use this like known things, deep sound channels to kind of like pretend like there was something else sort of like mm-hmm. that in the atmosphere when it's pretty provable that there isn't. Yeah. Right. So it's funny that you say that because... So they they give us this explanation, right? And of oh, we we were we did lie. It wasn't a weather balloon, but this is what it was, and this is why we couldn't tell you. But the only problem with that is that uh, eyewitnesses have claimed that they had seen alien bodies taken from the site <laughs> when this happened. Okay. So the Air Force has an explanation for this too, as well, of course. So they claimed that the bodies that the people saw being taken away from this site when the crash happened were a series of dummy drops over air bases and large fields in the area. So they say that these experiments were done to test ways for pilots to survive falling out of planes. And they claim that these dummies, uh, the reason why people thought that they were aliens is because the dummies were made with latex skin and had aluminum bones and basically what they're saying is that the alien the dummies looked like aliens there's just no other way to describe it they're they're coming out and just saying like yeah our dummies looked like aliens because people had seen alien bodies being taken away from the site okay i just want to touch base on that real quick um <laughs> So they're making these, like, fake people with latex skin and aluminum mm-hmm. bones. Yes. to So they made them to look like or to act as if they were humans. Okay. Like, what would happen? People weigh a lot more than aluminum bones. Like, <laughs> so if that's what, like, they're going with here, why wouldn't they make them look like a crash test dummy or something? Like, why wouldn't they make it, yeah. like, the dimensions and the weight of, like, an average person? Why would they make well, it out of, like, weird latex and, like, weird, like, really light aluminum yeah. bones? Exactly. It doesn't make sense. So That's super suspicious. Super suspicious. So to top it all off, people would see military vehicles show up and retrieve these bodies almost immediately, which... I mean, just kind of made people even more so paranoid that they were seeing alien bodies taken away from these sites, you know? Right. Like they came to collect their weird latex bodies. Exactly. So there are two different opinions on these theories. So a really weird thing that happened to me while I was researching this. um, So my maiden name, as stated earlier in this episode <laughs> my my maiden name is Lonius, and i don't know if you know of any other Lonniuses, but i don't only your family it's not a common last name the only other Lonniuses that i have met have been related to me and i have never in any of my reading or researching or anything i have never come across anyone with the last name of Lonius until i started researching roswell really yeah, so for me, this is a this was a little freaky. I was like a, a jaw drop moment, um, yeah. and it almost felt like it was a sign. 
I don't know what type of sign, but it was weird. It's weird, right? It's super weird. I've never heard anyone named Flanius besides like you and your family. So that just seems a little like on the nose. And yeah, it's spelled the same way. Anyways, okay. So, so this man, (laughs) so this man, Roger Lanius. Uncle Roger. Uncle uncle? Roger. He he could be. It's very possible. (laughs) Um, so he he's an historian and he's a retired curator for the Division of Space History at the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum. Um, so he believes that the two reports from the Air Force, so the Project Mogul explanation and then the dummy explanation, he believes that that explains everything about what happened. And he believes that that is the truth. Mm-hmm. And so he agrees with that because... So he says, yes, not every question has been answered, but he doesn't believe that there are any holes in either of these stories. And he actually believes that the Air Force initially went with the flying saucer story to try to use it as a cover for Project Mogul. But then when hysteria hit and everyone was thinking that aliens were landing, they were like, well, actually, maybe we shouldn't actually think make people think that aliens are real because that's kind of worse than them actually knowing what project mogul was right um so then he so then they were like oh well we'll just call it a weather balloon so Hmm. yeah so he believes that that's that's why they initially said it was the flying saucer so it's like a cover-up to cover up a Mm. (laughs) cover-up exactly that's exactly (laughs) what it is sure (laughs) uncle roger sure Uncle Raj. Um, so another perspective from this comes from a man named Donald Schmidt, and he begs to differ. So he, he thinks well, he Schmidt is a UFO researcher, and he spent 30 years investigating Roswell. So he's 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 drank the punch like he's all into this. <laughs> so I looked up the pronunciation of ufo and like ufologist because we talked about it i think on the last episode uh-huh um we're saying it wrong so you pronounce you don't say ufo you say ufo really i've heard it pronounced okay so that's funny that you mentioned that because i've heard it pronounced ufo and ufo and i've heard it pronounced ufologist and ufologist what i saw this morning was um mm-hmm ufologist like you ufologist mm-hmm. and then ufo so i think that's what we're saying now oh okay i mean um, i'm sure you you, you I don't say know. that and i'll say ufo <laughs> <laughs> we'll go for both you know okay get for, both of them for both types i like it <laughs> yes so he's also this donald schmidt guy he's also the co-founder of the international ufo museum and research center in roswell so he thinks that this whole explanation from the Air Force, he thinks it's a crack of shit. He thinks the initial claim that this was a flying saucer was obviously going to catch the attention of the public. So to mm-hmm. him, it doesn't make sense that they would lie and call it an alien craft to try to hide what it really was, you know, which right. I'm kind of leaning on. Sorry, Uncle Roger. I'm on Donald Schmidt's side on this one. It seems like the most realistic to me. Right. And. Because if, I mean, if the military, if they were trying to hide something from the public, you wouldn't make it a bigger deal than it actually was and draw more attention to it. So he thinks, if anything, they would want to create less attention. And that just makes sense to me. I don't know. 
Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it just seems a bit silly. It's almost like the government thought like people could handle that there were yeah UFOs or like you know extraterrestrials or whatever. But then mm-hmm. people were kind of like losing their shit. Like, whoa, wait, there's actually UFOs, and like yeah. that newspaper published it. So they just like mm-hmm. backpedaled super fucking hard, and we're like, <laughs> no, 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 you misheard us. Right. It's not a thing. It's a weather balloon. We said UFO, but what we really meant was weather balloon. <laughs> right. It's like it's like when you were little and like um you like knock something over and you're like, No, mom, mm-hmm. the dog did it. But mm-hmm. the government took it a step farther and they're like, The dog did it. And then the dog was like, No, eighteen time Grammy Award winning cellist Yo Yo Ma came in and broke the lamp. It was none of us, it was Yo Yo Ma. <laughs> Like, it's just fucking out of left field, and it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. <laughs> How did Yo-Yo Ma get brought up into this conversation? <laughs> exactly. Ask the government, because nothing they say makes sense. They're not going to tell us. They're not going to tell us. They're not going to. <laughs> okay, so all of, the, all of that information is basically just what the government has told us of what happened. So now I wanted to dive into the fun stuff, and that would be all of the conspiracy theories. Conspiracy corner. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so there's one theory, and it's absolutely batshit and amazing, um, but... So it comes from a book. The book is called Area 51, An Uncensored History of America's Top Secret Military Base. Very on the nose. I love it. Mm. So this book, in this book, it claims that the debris was neither from a UFO, UFO, nor a Project Mogul. Instead, it was a part of a program created by Joseph Stalin to instill fear. (laughs) To instill fear and panic in the American population. Oh, that tricky Joey Stalin. (laughs) So it it gets even crazier, though. (laughs) So in this book, uh, the author Annie Jacobson, she has an unnamed source with claims to have uh, worked as an engineer at Area 51. And this unnamed source says that the project was designed by Nazi concentration camp doctor Joseph Mengele. Mengele. Is it Mengele? It's Mengele. All right. Joseph Mengele. <laughs> and I don't know if you know, he was he was a piece of shit who did all of the terrible experiments uh-huh. with on people like the twins. He was just probably the worst yeah. Nazi, second to Hitler. Yeah. It's like Nazi and then like ultra Nazi. Yeah. That was this yeah. guy. So this unnamed source... Of course, they're unnamed. Yeah, of course. So they claim that Stalin got this idea from Joseph. How do you say the last name? Mangala. All right. So he got it from him and that the Soviets deformed young children to make them look like aliens and then deployed an aircraft to fly over New Mexico. So the, the thought here was that the kids were supposed to climb out of this aircraft and that people were supposed to see this and think that America was being invaded by aliens. And then panic would ensue and everyone would go crazy. And it would somehow help, I don't know, 
Joseph Stalin with whatever he was trying to do. Like I said, bad shit. Can you imagine being in that meeting? <laughs> like, Stalin and Mangala come in and they're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Okay, we got all these children. They're Jewish. Okay, so very cute little children. We're going to make them look like aliens. <laughs> and then they like make these children look like aliens. And then they're like, children, just do us a favor and climb into this balloon and fly over America. We hate them. And then jump out and you're like a bunch of stuff that like aliens would say, like beep boop, bobby boop, or something like that. I don't know. I don't speak alien. You probably do. Um, and that will just like really terrify the Americans. <laughs> like, and Hitler was like, yeah, sure. And like signed off on it. Right. Of course he signed off on it. <laughs> I don't know. Nazis are super bad people and did like a bunch of bad stuff. Yes. But I just can't be like, I can't believe them being like, okay, so we're going to take all these children and make them look like <laughs> the aliens. Um, yeah. No. I will say I that, that one. your German accent is top notch. <laughs> Thanks. I put on my little Hitler mustache. It's and so it's like, great. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. All right. So, so many witnesses. The only problem with this theory is that so many witnesses have claimed that they saw this flying saucer crash. So one guy named Glenn Davis, he is a retired mortician, and he claims that in 1989, he had a friend that worked as a nurse at the Roswell Army Airfield. And, okay. and he says that she told him that she had one day accidentally walked into an examination room and that she saw doctors bent over bodies of three creatures. And she said they resembled humans, but they had small bodies and spindly arms and giant bald heads. Okay. So like the grays, like the gray yeah. aliens. Uh, yeah. Yes. You, like the quintessential like extraterrestrials that like mm -hmm. when you picture an alien, like that's what you picture. Right. Okay. That's what she claims. That's what she told Glenn she saw once she walked into this examination room at Roswell. Okay. So another weird thing about, well, I guess that's not really conspiracy theory, but in 1995, and I couldn't find this video. Maybe I didn't look hard enough. But in 1995, a man named Ray Santilli mm -hmm. released what he claimed was footage of an alien autopsy. And he says that it was performed at Roswell after all the sightings happened. Um, the only issue with this is that experts quickly outed this video as a hoax. They were like, this isn't real. The shit's fake. And even years later, Ray admitted that it was fake. But, oh. but there is a but here. He insisted that the footage was real and that it existed, just that the condition of the video that he had was very bad and just super bad quality. And so in order for him to get it out, he needed to recreate it so people would be able to see and know what it was. Okay, so he made his own recreation Re yeah. of this video like this autopsy that he saw yeah so he re yeah recreated 
reenacted this autopsy video, but no one. Oh, reenact true reenactment. <laughs> yeah, but no one. I don't know. It just kind of seems like a publicity stunt to me. No one has actually seen the video that he claims is real and that he had to recreate. Right. So I don't know. Kind of crazy. Convenient. Yeah. While I was researching this, I was kind of like, well, you know, all the facts kind of point to it not being an actual actual like alien crash because you know i like to play i like to see both sides of everything so i like to play devil's advocate and kind of see well this could be why this is happening so to me it didn't i didn't really find information of like oh this is like definitely it was just kind of eyewitnesses from people seeing like saying what they had seen then that was aliens but of course the government had an answer to all of that but right. So in my digging towards the end, I found a little piece of evidence that was actually very interesting. And so it's called the Ramey memo. And if you remember from the beginning of the story, I told you that mm-hmm. when the Air Force originally came out and said it was a flying saucer. And then the next day when the paper was like, oh, my gosh, it's real. And then they were like, no, 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 no. It's a weather balloon. If you remember, I said that they even went as far as to taking a picture with the debris and showing like, oh, here's us with this weather balloon. So Mm -hmm. in one of these pictures taken, General Roger Ramey, it's at his office at the Fort Worth Army Airfield. So Fort Worth is in Texas. So this debris was brought from New Mexico to Texas to, I guess, be kept there, be studied. We don't really know. So, okay, this picture is taken of General Roger Ramey in in the Fort Worth Army Airfield. And in this picture, he there's three pictures. So it's him and then there's another general and they're crouching over this debris, kind of like holding it up. And in Ramey's hand is a piece of paper and it's a memo. So like a telephone mount, like a telephone memo of like a message. Two of the pictures, the uh, front of it is turned down so you can't see it. But in one of the pictures, the memo is facing towards the camera. So the internet being the internet decided Mm -hmm. that they were going to take this picture of the memo, blow it up, and try to decipher what the memo said. And it's actually pretty amazing. Dude, I fucking love this shit. I love it. Like when the internet is just like we have too mm-hmm. much time on our hands, so they take like stupid ass shit mm-hmm. and like totally decipher it. And yeah, I f- oh, I, I fucking love this shit. The internet. So what did it say? Well, so the internet can be good and the internet can be bad, and this is one of the times yeah. it's good. So this good is for us bad for the government. <laughs> yeah. So this is what <laughs> the people who have blown it up, and I don't know, people who are good at all of that. This is what they made out from the memo and. It's very choppy because obviously not all of the words uh, were able to be deciphered. So bear with me as I read to you what this one man could establish. So I'm going to read it. Um, Some of it might not make sense, but we'll go over that. So the FWAAF, so that's Fort Worth uh, Army Army Airfield, acknowledges that a, quote, disc is next new find west of, and then it's like the words are all random, 
Um, like I said, some of this doesn't make sense like as a sentence because it was all deciphered. So at location was a wreck near operation at the ranch and the victims of the wreck were forwarded to the team at Fort Worth, Texas. Aviators in the disc, they will ship for a one eighth. And then there's army and a bunch of other letters. Assess airfoil at Roswell. Assure that CIC team said this misstate meaning of story and think late today next sent out of weather balloon would take photos used in land. And then Ramy is the last word. So I know that Whoa. I know that was a whole bunch of jumbled words. So I feel like there's a lot we can take out of this. I yeah. mean, they use the word aviator. They use the word victim. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel like there's some sort of like living being piloting right. this ship. So they reference a disc, which is what people say that they saw crash a disc, a flying saucer. And they also say victims of the wreck. Now, if this was what they claimed it was as a weather balloon or even the Project Mogul, there should have been nobody, no victims of this wreck, right? Right. The word victim and aviator really implies that there was some sort of sentient life form piloting this disc. Mm -hmm. So on July 20th, 1994, the picture... Wait, wait, wait. I want to point out something else in here that I missed the first time. That's pretty, I think, pretty important. Okay. Um, Okay, so another thing on here is that in this little memo they say late today next sent out pr of weather balloons Mm -hmm. so they're basically covering this up yeah in this memo Mm -hmm. saying like well we're gonna send out a press release that it's weather balloons yeah but in the same fucking memo they say there's a disc and there's aviators in the yeah. wreckage. Mm-hmm. So, so it contradicts itself. Yeah. And the, the fact that it's obviously it's a blown up picture of a memo. So obviously we're not going to get the full. It's just not possible to pull it out like word for word. But right. So on July 20th, 1994, this picture was sent to a national level organization for uh, digitizing and photo interpretation and analysis. And this organization claimed that the photos were of insufficient quality and they were just like, we're not able to analyze the photo. But so the thing with this is that not all of the researchers and the people who have pulled this memo out of this picture and, you know, blown it up and trying to decipher it. Not everyone agrees with what it fully says, but the one thing that everyone who has analyzed this memo um, agree on is that there is a mention of a disc and there's a mention of victims in Iraq, which is very interesting. Right. Because it's not just one guy saying, you know, like one crazy conspiracy theory guy being like, this is victims and disc. Like everyone who has actually taken the time to analyze this, they have all said that those words are in the memo and you can see them. So on the internet, there is a reward offered up by an anonymous donor for $10,000 to 
the first person or group or lab that can provide a definitive analysis of the memo. Whoa. And obviously, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you have, I mean, obviously, you have to prove that it, it's actually like what you're pulling from it is real. But somebody out there is offering 10 grand to somebody who can figure out what this actually says. Well, I know what I'm doing with the rest of the week. <laughs> so I guess in conclusion, I think regardless of what you believe, if you believe in aliens, if not, or whatever, we can all agree that. There was some weird stuff that went on in Roswell and that the government did, in fact, try to cover it up because they admitted to that, at least. Right. But they totally backpedaled on that. Yeah. So, but because of this incident, the town of Roswell has become this huge part of UFOlogy, ufology, and conspiracy, ufology. <laughs> and conspiracy <laughs> theories. And like I said, they even had that show about aliens in Roswell based on this. So this whole incident has pretty much become a a part of the town's identity. I did sort of like a Google Maps walkthrough. Oh, did you? You know, you can, yeah, you know, you can yeah. do that like on like the yeah. street level. Um, and it's super fun. There's like, everything is alien themed. There's like little like alien guys in the windows of Mm -hmm. restaurants and like little statues everywhere and like all these signs that say like welcome aliens yeah super fun so the town actually they have a ufo museum and research center they have a flying saucer inspired mcdonald's (laughs) alien street lights yeah and there's even which i thought was pretty funny there's like a i guess an art installation or like a statue of an alien family stranded on the side of state route 285 standing next to their broken down flying saucer as if they're like trying to ask for like a jump or something that's so funny it's like, really cute or, like, yeah exactly and that's so cute. and on every year actually on the anniversary of the crash thousands of people come to roswell because they have a ufo festival oh super cool right so at this festival i guess it's just a place for people to gather you can uh, dissect a mock alien body and take part in various uh, experiments and stuff. It just sounds pretty cool. That does sound cool. I don't know about dissecting, but everything else sounds a little fun. Like to hang out with like alien believers, right? Like your own people. That's super cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind checking it out either. So maybe once Corona is done, we should head to this uh, UFO festival. I'm here for it. Can we check out the bottomless lakes, too? Yes. Oh, road trip. (laughs) Road trip. So I guess we will never know what happened, but there's one thing that we do know, and that's that the truth is out there, and I want to believe. So I want to believe. Yes. Remember in X-Files when Mulder has that, like, poster? You watch the X-Files, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he had like that poster uh-huh. of like an alien. It said like, I want to believe yes. like at the bottom of it. Yeah. The I remember being a little kid and seeing that and being like, if this adult man who is obviously detective and a very important person <laughs> believes in aliens, then it has to be real. Spooky Molder. I know I wanted to get <laughs> I wanted to get that uh, poster and put it in my cubicle at work. <laughs> Just to see, like, I who the cool you. people were, you know, like, first starting out. Like, okay, I'll, I'll be friends with you because you know what this is from. 
you're gonna get like called in the hr (laughs) probably making people feel uncomfortable (laughs) yeah so that that's it that's the story of roswell new mexico and what happened was awesome Mm -hmm. thanks nicole i i didn't know virtually any of that so (laughs) right i mean we hear about it but nobody really knows and Obviously, as always, our source material is provided in our description, so feel free to dig in and get conspiracy theory on your own. Conspiracy theorize, McCadden. Mm. Um, yeah, and if you guys have any, like, UFO, sorry, sorry, UFO, or alien <laughs> stories, um, let us know, Ooh, because yeah. we we love that shit. Mm-hmm. So you can email us at quiteunusualpod at gmail.com or slide, slippery slide into those DMs <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Yeah, please send us your listener mail. We want to hear from you. And if you like what you hear, please rate, review, subscribe to our podcast so you can be up to date on all of our new episodes. So this episode is coming out this coming Monday, the day after Mother's Day. So happy mm, Mother's Day happy Mother's to all the mamas Day. out yeah. there. And then the next week, I will be bringing us through a little hollow earth theory. Oh, we're getting into hollow earth. Yeah, I'm super excited. So our podcasts come out every Monday morning. Check us out um, and look out for that one coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and um, you guys know what I'm about to say next, but remember to celebrate the strange And keep it unusual. Bye. Bye.